Welcome to Clear Thinking Out Loud, written and narrated by Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge. Hi, I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and welcome to How to Help Your Client Beat Learned Helplessness, Three Techniques to Encourage Your Depressed Client to Take Action, with a video demonstration as well we have. So learned helplessness is the giving up reaction, the quitting response that follows from the belief that whatever you do doesn't matter. And those were the words of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And whatever your thoughts on the Austrian oak, this is a pretty good description of a central experience of much of clinical depression that people experience. Consider these examples. A man is rich, but won't spend any money because memories of his desperately poor childhood still haunt him. A woman has a relationship with a kind and caring man, but feels angry and distrustful of him because she's haunted by memories of her abusive ex. A child is never allowed to have friends or make her own decisions. As an adult, she shuns relationships and feels unable to steer her own course in life. Feeling helpless when you're not, because you were helpless in the past, is known as learned helplessness a term first coined by psychologist Martin Seligman. And it it leads to passivity and loss of energy and needs to be addressed when helping lift depression. So here's three ways you can start to steer a victim of learned helplessness towards confidence, self-assurance and assertion and also vital optimism. So number one, use metaphor. People's minds work in metaphorical ways and are often more responsive to a parallel pattern than a direct appeal to logic. Okay, so your suffering from learned helplessness is too stark a message and risks making a person feel paradoxically more passive because they haven't had the chance to make the connection themselves. Someone else has had to tell them what they're suffering from. So I might ask a client to imagine a beautiful bird that has, through no fault of its own, been shut away in a cage for many years. And one day the cage door is accidentally left wide open. Now the bird can fly free. But even though it still has its wings, even though the circumstances have plainly now changed, the bird makes no move to leave the cage. Why? Because it still believes as if it's trapped and can't do anything. Depressed clients affected by learned helplessness tend to respond well to ideas couched in such metaphorical terms. Number two, vive la difference. Okay. Learned helplessness means assuming that a new situation has the same limitations as an old one that resembles it, when in reality there are lots of positive alternatives and differences between the new situation and the old one. These new possibilities may exist because the situation is different or because the person has changed or both. Consider the case of a man who'd uh, been beaten and ridiculed by his parents as a child whenever he expressed an opinion and who now fears to speak up at work. We might suggest drawing up a list of the differences between the two times. Okay, so what happened then? He was laughed at, beaten, not listened to, didn't know how to express himself, disrespected. Okay, and what happens now in the workplace? The colleagues are decent and fair. Uh, He's learned to speak clearly and know what he wants to say. He is respected, he is liked, and he's not beaten. Okay. 
this would be a great exercise to do before proceeding with hypnotic work as a way of seeding in your client's mind the notion that there really are differences between then and now. The cage door is now open. Okay. Number three, encourage active problem solving. Psychotherapy needs to be an active endeavor to help people escape their real or perceived psychological and or environmental difficulties and limitations. One of my depressed clients was a woman who was passively worrying that something she said had upset her friend. Okay, but that's all she was doing. She was just worrying. I encouraged her to actually call her friend during the therapy session so that at least she'd know the situation. Um, and her friend was actually fine and hadn't been upset at all and didn't even know what it was all about. So depressed people with learned helplessness tend not to act and instead just build worry upon worry. Now, if your depressed client has become very passive, it's not a good idea to deluge them with too much positivity at once. But when they've relaxed with you and gradually started to feel a little more optimistic, you can gently start to steer them to proactivity with questions like, what steps can you take to avoid this? Or, if you were ever to start feeling depressed again, what have you now learned that would help you stay out of depression in future? And that implies they have control and can determine their own lives a bit more. Okay, what can you do? What ways can the two of you start to improve your relationship again? So we're handing over autonomy to them. Learned helplessness drains motivation and, and energy. So when we learn our own potential to positively influence our own lives, we can't help but become more fulfilled. So I hope you found that useful. I'm Mark Tyrrell of Uncommon Knowledge, and if you'd like to subscribe to my email newsletter, you can find it over at unk, that's unk.com, slash blog. Thank you.